What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you struggle with communicating with your partner? Does it feel like you are moving away from each other instead of moving closer? Do you find it hard to just talk? This happens when we do not have a structure in our communication. Communication is a learned skill, and Jimmy Stevens has been living and coaching and teaching these skills for over a decade. If you want to learn how to build these skills, Number one, join his online learning program, eight weeks of lessons and exercises that will have you growing closer together. Number two, buy his book, The Jimmy Rules, The Power of Creating Systems, Structures, and Boundaries for a Healthy, Long-Lasting Relationship. And number three, work with him for 90 days inside of his 12 weekly sessions. You'll get access to his virtual classroom, access to a monthly live three-day communication intensive, as well as his book and journal. For more information and to work with Jimmy, check out the show description for details. Now let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing Podcast. It's your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. You already know that I believe you can make the money and you can get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work. And it's my goal to bring you the information and the conversations to help you do just that. Now, today I have a special guest in the building. You know, it is a blessing anytime we get the presence of a man on the Girl Stop Playing podcast because we always get to tap in and tune into the ladies, but the gentlemen just seem to bring a different perspective to the podcast. So before we get into this juicy conversation, let me introduce y'all to Mr. Jimmy Stevens. He has been featured on NBC, CBS, Fox, and US Today as an acclaimed relationship coach, pioneering spiritual leader, motivational speaker, author, and life coach with over 14 years of experience with helping life partners, 
newlyweds, and those who have been married for decades save, renew, and reinvigorate their relationships. He is the founder of the School of Marriage and Relationships, where he and he also continues to serve as pastor, senior pastor at the Light International Church. He also spends his days traveling to schools, churches, and events where he spreads his knowledge with couples that struggle with communication, assists couples in reviving their relationships, and motivates everyone that he meets to realize, develop, and build their ideal selves. So welcome to the show, Jimmy. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm excited to be here. Excited. So let, let's hop in, okay? Because I, I think that anybody who does work centered around marriage and relationships, they're typically doing it like from a place of purpose, a place of passion. So how did you end up actually getting into this space where you focus on marriage and relationships? Well, the saying is my, my uh, pain becomes my ministry. So uh, I've been married 26 years now. Uh, first, probably about 10, 12 of those years were not all exciting for my wife, probably more so. <laughs> I didn't really mind too much of my inconsistencies and whatnot, but I, I learned from her pain, basically, okay, there's some challenges here. And I began to do work on myself. I began to realize that my behavior, my patterns, my tone, uh, temper, all that had a huge impact on her emotional state, uh, which of course hindered growth in our relationship, growth in our marriage. Mm -hmm. So I began to do the work on myself after seeing myself take hold of principles that changed my life and my relationship. I knew there was a lot of people out there who needed the same information, same content. So I developed a basically a three-point system that I, I share with couples that they can develop communication, a structure of communication uh, in their relationships, mm -hmm. build love and deepen value and respect for each other. So I I had a feeling it came from like, you know, something personal that you went through. A lot of times the best coaches and speakers and teachers are people who have literally developed their philosophy based on like their personal struggle or their personal challenges versus like theory or something that you read about. And yeah. what I what I took from what you just said, though, is that it really was like your self-awareness that really brought you to the place where you're like, OK, let me check myself. Let me see what part of this equation, you know, that that I'm, you know, either adding or subtracting from the happiness, right. the emotional stability. I do want to ask you what was and I don't know if you can even recall this, but what was like the turning point where you were like, OK, I got to figure out like what is really going on here and what my role is in, you know, what what my role is in this relationship. Like, was there a turning point where it was like your wife was like, OK, listen, we got to get it together. Did you notice something like what was it that made you say, OK, wait a minute, I got to slow down and figure something out? Uh, good question. It was. I realized I just I started having reflective moments and I know my wife was praying for me. But I started having reflective moments of like, OK, she used to do this, but she don't do this no more. She used to talk a lot more, be more engaged and ask more questions. But now she just like, whatever I say, she's like, it's no real uh, input. It's no real communication going on. And I just I made a mental note of that. And I observed every time we talked and I said, hey you know what? Something has changed. And she shared with me. She said, yeah, I got tired of these reactions and whatnot. So I just pulled back. Mm -hmm. And then I said, okay, yeah, my 
process is really bad because for this woman who loves me, who's in this relationship with me, put it up with me. And she shared many times, you know, you, I don't like the way you talk to me, your tone, your, all, all that had a huge impact on it. And so because of my background, we hollered all the time. We yelled growing up. It was just like that was how you got along in the house. My wife, total opposite. So when I'm yelling, thinking this is a normal process for her, it was challenging, emotionally challenging. And so hearing that, that's when I really said, OK, man, I'm, I really messed this woman up in terms of her experience because she used to be so so much kinder and engaging but because of all of my uh emotional reactions in in conversations it just constantly pulled her away from that you know they say um when she's still getting mad at you 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 good but when she Correct. becomes indifferent there you go that's like okay wait a red flag <laughs> On on here, without a doubt, without a doubt, really yeah. Back and and I think that you know your um again like your maturity and even being willing to say okay instead of me just getting mad about it or you know finding some way to blame her for her experience, you being right. able to truly like man up and take the responsibility, right. figure out the role that you're playing in the re in this relationship, and then be able to even dig deep and uncover some of those things that you probably were unknowingly doing. Because like you said, yeah. how you were operating was normal for you. Um, right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, your normal is something that she was comfortable with or used to or accustomed to. Um, and so again, self-awareness is, is just paramount and it's one of those things that we shy away from you know we we don't we would rather like leave somebody than right. get real about what it is that we're bringing to the table our deficiency right. and then we'll get with somebody else and those same issues will come up those same challenges will come up because we're bringing our same selves to the yes. table so i love right. that you were able able and willing to work through that um, and that, you know, your wife was vulnerable enough and open and honest with you to be able to really share like what she, what her experience was like and what challenges that she was having. Um, yeah. And then you mentioned, too, you mentioned also um, like your upbringing, your your childhood, like the things that you grew up doing or grew up seeing and how they were affecting your marriage now that you are an adult. With the right. work that you're doing where you, you know, have talked to probably hundreds of couples, do you right. notice that the majority of the couples that, you know, are coming to you with these challenges, that those challenges actually stem from childhood? Yes, probably about 99.9% .9 childhood, because that's the framework. That's the beginning of what I call your emotional disposition. Mm. What you have, what you're looking for in your relationship. The expectations in your relationship are framed in those early years from infancy to about 11, 12 years old. All these things are happening. So there's certain expectations you have, certain emotional gaps. And it's from my position, it's so predictable that when someone tells me what they're going through. I'm, I already know for the most part, probably about 80 percent of the time this person has had this in their relationship. So if I'm counseling someone and they, and I ask them, okay, what are you experiencing in your relationship now that's challenging? And they may say, well, I'm not heard. I don't feel like my husband or my wife listens to me, et cetera, et cetera. You trace that back to childhood. What was your emotional experience like with your mother or your father? 
you're going to hear some unheard, neglected, mm. unloved, that type of same disposition. And it's repeated in our adult lives, in our emotional connections, because we're not aware. That's really where it's at. This, and this is not years of therapy, right? This is just being aware mm -hmm. that this trigger, this behavior, this what I call emotional gap is the same thing you experienced in childhood. Because typically, subconsciously, we're looking for a relationship that is similar, either in traumatic experience or caregiver experience. So we tend to repeat processes. But again, if we don't know, that's when the real challenge is. But being aware, that's when you're able to leverage that and realize, okay, I'm doing the same thing, feeling the same way. And you're self-reflecting. And that's really the key in terms of communicating. First, communicating with yourself. Most of us don't know why we're upset. We haven't even investigated if it's valid. We just react. And so when we react without thought, that's when we create all these problems because we can react from a negative past traumatic experience thinking that your husband or your wife said that and they meant what you felt. Now, you may have felt they didn't love you. Well, that stems from your childhood more than likely in terms of those emotional experiences. All of that plays into what you're feeling. So I like to tell my uh, couples, challenge your feelings. Don't just accept them mm -hmm. as truth because it's it really is a chemical reaction. There's no real truth to it. Majority of times it is unfounded. Sometimes you realize, okay, I'm just hungry. I'm tripping. I need to settle down. <laughs> you know, it's, it's things like that, that you realize, okay, I'm just in the funk today. And, and when you realize that, you are able then to have more control because you're not taking those emotional signals as truth and feeling like I need to tell you, et cetera, et cetera. Pulling back. Why am I feeling this? Mm -hmm. Asking yourself those questions. I actually had a therapist one time who told me that I that I needed to start thinking about what I'm thinking about. You know, like yes. really, and I think that's what you're saying, like examining yep. your thoughts. Don't just yes. live in there, like really figure right. out like what's the root cause of this? What is, what are you, what really has you upset? It's probably right. not, you know, what's right in front of you. It's probably, you know, there's always a root cause. There's always something bigger or beyond even our, you know, current understanding that if we just take a minute and peel back those layers, we can really get yes. to the, the issue. Otherwise- right. The next day you're going to have something else to be mad about. The next day there's going to be another reason for you to, you know, be upset. And I think when you said, um, you know, if, if you don't, if you don't have any self-awareness and if you're not able to retrace your roots, we will end up in these same situations. And I think that, um, you know, in terms of like an example would be like women who end up in multiple abusive relationships because exactly. they're literally attracting those same energies. They're attracting that same dynamic. They're attracting that same, you know, type of person. And so we right. see women who go through like that revolving door where it's a different man, but the same situation. And so exactly. I think that that's similar to what you're saying, that sometimes we're not even aware that the yeah. energy that we're bringing to the table or the attitude that we're bringing to the table or the expectations that we're bringing to the table are literally attracting 
to us those same situations that may have happened when we were five years old and we have no clue about it. Um, exactly. And so I think it's so important, even beyond, I know we're talking about marriage and relationships, but just for yourself, yeah, especially <laughs> single women out there, like a, a large yeah. um, portion of my audience is single women who are in, you know, the dating phase. They, they desire to become wives. They're not necessarily uh, feeling like the, the options that they have or the people that they're meeting are, you know, marriage material necessarily. But my journey to becoming a wife was heavily rooted in therapy and self-awareness and personal right. development right. and really, really figuring out like, how can right. I bring my best self to the table? Because I don't just want a husband to say I got married. Like I want a yeah. healthy, happy partnership that right. can produce healthy, happy children and, you know, right. all of the things. And so I think that right. being willing to have those uncomfortable conversations, even if it's with yourself, being willing right. to really figure out like the root of like where these issues are coming from just for yourself will definitely set you up for success in relationships. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about your, so the, the battle is understanding that when you are aware of you, it puts you in a position of control. Most people, and I use, I, I, I make a statement in terms of my book, I, I share this, that emotional reactions is the lowest form of our human existence. Mm. Two-year-olds emotionally react. So as humans, we're rational and we're emotional. Mm -hmm. If we are not aware of our actions and the majority of our actions are rooted in emotional reactions, that's the base level of human existence. That's, that's the animalistic instinct type deal where you just react without thought. And then we're trying to backtrack. Oh, I shouldn't have said it like that. I'm sorry. If we just kind of slow down, process where we're at in the moment, that 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 day, that hour, you you can know you're upset. Great. Go in and make the announcement. Had a rough day today, babe. I'm just going to chill, sit up in this corner, get my stuff together. Whatever it takes. So that way your spouse isn't asking you something and you going off and I just asked you what the catch up was. And, you know, you went you went off because you're not aware of your own emotional state. And that's the key. When you when you kind of reflect and where you're at, it makes all the difference because you can you can talk through what you're experiencing. Ideally, if your spouse is on the same page. And so mm -hmm. that in itself can be a challenge. As I talk about communication, typically someone will say, well, I did that before. And they did A, B, and C. They ain't pay attention to me. So you got to be on the same page with this in terms of being able to make it good. So one of the questions that I ask, um, typically like single men or men who are dating, uh, when I when I do have the opportunity to, to have them on the show, I always ask, like, what are the like top three characteristics? What are what what can a woman do or who can she be that makes you say, okay, wait a minute, there's something different about her. Like this is something that I can, this is someone who I can see, you know, committing to or marrying. And the number one answer, hands down, the number one answer that I've heard, like if I had a hundred dollars for every time I heard this, I I would just be out of here, right? I would just be so <laughs> the number one thing that these men say that they want is peace. They yeah. don't want to come home and have to defend themselves. They don't uh, want yeah. to come home and feel like, you know, they have to have their guard up. They don't want to come home and feel like they have entered an emotional battlefield. And so I think yeah. 
uh, when you mentioned, and I have, you know, my son is going to be too soon. So when you say like the emotional reaction, I can mm-hmm. identify with everything is emotional. Everything <laughs> is just like an outburst. And to right. imagine having a partner that displays that that's go-to is like emotion. I'm going to emotionally react. That has to be draining. And that to me is what these guys are saying. Like, I want someone who's more logical than emotional. I want you to understand that I've just had a long day. I want you to understand what I've faced out in the world and help me, you know, to find my peace when I come home. And so I think, you know, again, self-awareness, not overreacting, having those open conversations, being able to have, you know, that, that, that communication with your partner about, well, you know, today just didn't go well for me. But instead of me taking it yeah. out on you and you having no clue where this right. is coming from and then it creating some bigger thing, like, let's just talk about it. Let's just have that conversation. So I know you deal a lot with communication. Would you say that communication is the root of the majority of the struggles that couples are coming to you for assistance with? Without a doubt. Number one, like you, if I had a hundred dollars for every time <laughs> I saw communication was a need, it is one of those things that we don't even realize because it's your relationship. How do you experience your partner? Mm-hmm. And most of us communicate from intention. And the intention is the expectation. I said this, I expect you to know this. Reality is intention is not your partner's experience. So you have to reflect it in terms of how am I delivering this? Mm -hmm. Are they able to hear what I'm saying? Receive what I'm saying versus just intending what I thought you knew that. You should have known. I said that last week. Well, you know, here's a challenge. You've been thinking about that last week, but your partner somewhere else mentally. So it's okay to remind somebody. So that those type of interactions, small, minute, little interactions create an emotional connection more or distance. Mm-hmm. So it is not deep things that happen. And it amazes me even when I have a couples who, who may come in and it may be infidelity. And this is this is this is just for my observation. People get upset over the most trivial things more so than the big ones. We can't talk. And it's arguments over it. And typically big arguments start over something very, very small. Mm-hmm. You move this, you sit. And now we busting out the seams because first off, the way we communicate is so bad that it creates this emotional perception. So you go into the conversation with this narrow view of your partner already. And because of all the negative experiences you've been having. So it's like compounded interest, basically. Mm -hmm. Every time you have a bad experience, bad experience, it compounds. So the goal is intentional good experiences. That's what I work with couples on in terms of coaching, because the intentional good experiences will create a good emotional experience. But if we're not thinking about I got to do this for my relationship consistently, We're going to have a lot of negative experiences and that creates these tense moments. So if you if you move the shoes of you move the uh, keys and now we World War Three going on Mm -hmm. because of all of these negative 
experience is compounded. So it is your communication. I mean, intimacy, communication, your money, communication, uh, feeling like I can talk about my issues or my challenges, communication. If I'm working through something emotionally, mentally, can I come to you? That's going to be based on how I experienced you in the past. If your spouse is supportive as a man, he ain't going nowhere. He, I mean, because no one is. Mm -hmm. So when you find those moments, like you see these little clips, I always we play clips on, on that I see on uh, these little videos of of scenes where a woman is embracing her husband, showing support. And I tell you so many. It's like, guys, just like, man, that's real. You know, it's because they need it. They want it. They desire truth. Like, can I come to you with my problems? And you are strong enough. When I say strong enough, I mean, understand this. You're going to catch me. Uh, and understand and realize this is not a personal attack against you. And that's what, again, childhood experiences. If you were, if you were always the scapegoat or you were always the person who got in trouble, last thing you want to hear is you did something and take it personal. In reality, this man is just trying to figure out what he's going through because life does that to you. The older you get, you hit about 40 as a man, things change drastically. You, you start pulling stuff in and taking real good views of your life. And measuring up yourself with what you wanted to do, where you're at. And generally, that's when we have men have a lot of, you know, what midlife crisis, et cetera. We call, and a lot of emotional experiences is usually late 30s, early 40s because of that realization of pain or, hey, this is this has been a great relationship because I can talk. So, so you mentioned infidelity. We gotta, we gotta go back there. One thing about Mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So, if you are looking for the perfect gift to make Mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. 
Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to trylifemd.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Because that is... I don't know if I want to call it a hot topic, but it's a common topic that comes up, you know, where we talk yeah. about, you know, should infidelity be a deal breaker? Um, if your husband, you know, cheats on you, it, if it is there a difference between, you know, you get cheated on one time or this is a habitual cheater is did he, you know, have sex with a random woman on a Saturday night or does he have like a girlfriend on the side? You know, there's so many conversations just out there right. on the internet about infidelity. And as someone who deals intimately with couples who are, you know, sharing their truth and talking about their experiences. I want to find out from you, how is infidelity linked to childhood trauma? Generally, from my experience, and I, I say this statistically from people who I've talked to, every one of the couples that I talked to who experienced infidelity, habitual infidelity, there is abandonment in this person's life, the man's life or the woman's life. Neglect. So dad can be present, but not present. You can know who he is, but you can't get access to him. Where you as a kid long for him. Grew up, my, I, I was same scenario with me. Abandonment issues, childhood challenges. Everyone who has abandonment issues won't is to say, okay, you're going to commit adultery or you're going to commit, you're going to be, you're going to have infidelity. There's some dynamics to go through that, but everybody Men wise who come into those situations, 100 percent of all the people I've talked to all have those neglect issues. And so they're they're looking for acceptance and someone to want them. That feeling is, again, based on those experiences, because your emotions don't age. We, you, your mind ages, your emotions don't. That's why you still feel the pain you, as a kid. So it's realizing that that six, seven-year-old boy is who you're married to. That's who you're communicating to. So just like if you got a five-year-old son and every time he came home, would you berate him? Or would you be conscious enough not to? Because you know it's going to affect him mentally. So that's where we have to come into perspective. And vice versa. That five, six-year-old young girl 
That's who you're married to, talking to emotionally. We never evolve from that state. Again, we're bi we're binary, emotional and rational. Your your mind grows, right? It can mature. You can learn more things, better skills. Emotions. It's like this. It's, it's no elevation of it in terms of experience. So it is a huge impact in relationships. If a man is in a relationship and he has a negative experience where he feels his wife is coming against him, that's going to affect him. That's the challenge. How do I handle feeling neglected and unwanted in the house? So, how so do that because if well, you, most if they come to you and, okay, and you help them identify, okay, this is this is truly the root. Like this is the result, but the root is this childhood abandonment thing that you might not even recognize. Right. What is, that's set, that's part one of the session. That's the first half. Okay, right. let's get to the root. You recognize it now. What what do we do from here? So we process it. Like we realize that first of all, if I'm talking to someone in that situation, I'm I'm asking, you know, they realize it. So now when you first off, it's understanding you want to feel like your wife doesn't want you still. Does your wife want you? Yeah. You know, we're asking these questions. She's supporting that, that same uh, verifying that same experience. Uh, so now when you feel like you need to be wanted or here's the other one. You are very excited that someone wants you that's your achilles heel that's what you stay away from because it's it's those experiences that cause you to want to engage with someone who wants you because i'm not feeling wanted i'm not measuring up i'm inadequate at the house if that's the mantra you're not doing this. You're not doing that. Why can't you ever do this? If that's the mind time and adequate, but someone is engaging me and showing me a level of respect and a level of desire to be with me, conversate with me, that's that's going to be enticing. So, so when I'm talking, talking to couples, really, really educating both because because she has has to. Recognize, recognize the wife, the wife, or the, or the partner, partner, has, partner to has to recognize your words, words are, every, are everything to a man. To a man. Got, it, got it. What you, what say, you say, if it's embracing, if it's embracing yeah, yeah, in support of So that's the so that's for me. For me, I look back, I look back and I'm like, wow, why wasn't I tripping? You know, I've been married 26 years, I never cheated on my wife, never had a girlfriend, never stepped out on all that stuff. But my wife. Is emotionally supportive. I never got. I ain't wanted the house. That has never. I never had that experience. So having it, probably I would be in those same situations. Challenged with that emotion. Oh, this person wants to talk to me. This person is engaging with me. Why? Because I'm not getting that, and I feel again neglect. But when you're six years old, seven years old, you just can't leave the house and say, okay, somebody want me. Now you're a grown man. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let, well, well, I appreciate that. Thank you. What, what, where you at? Now, now we start a conversation. And it's never ever to commit. A, it's never ever to step out. 
It's never to commit a infidelity, adultery, whatever camp you in. It's it's all based on the feeling of being wanted. That's what they're chasing. But now that leads to inevitably an emotional relationship that mm-hmm. goes into a sexual relationship, their infidelity. And so guys repeat this, but I'm telling you, when you, when I see these brothers, when I'm talking to them and they hear that and they're like, dang, that's what it's, it's like, oh, man. And so they know it because the urge and the desire is is really that before they know it they're in those situations so it's really understanding that if you are in that situation and you know your husband's past and they are repeat in this area that's that stems from those things but the other question is this how come you still there do you ask yes I have to because I want them to reflect. I never tell them. I ask them, why are you there? Because, again, it's self-reflective. And then generally it's connected to those same experiences. They were felt they felt unwanted. And that's the crazy part. You got two people who never felt wanted. So you're but one is reacting differently. Mm-hmm. So if a woman didn't want it, has abandonment issues and neglect, she's going she to hold on tight. Uh, don't go on. And those are people yelling, cussing, hollering at the get in, you know, don't leave me, you know, all that. That's abandonment. That's that's what they're reacting from that experience. And I done seen it. I probably you probably don't saw it too. Some some woman chasing some man hollering down the street, get in the car. Why you leave, you know, these big emotional scenes, but that's why they have those challenges. So it just shows so it just up shows differently. Up. Yes, definitely, definitely. <laughs> So the woman wants to hold on. Based on what you've seen, the challenges that you've helped couples work through, do you recommend that all couples like prior to marriage go through some form of premarital counseling? Yes. My goodness. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So and and you got people get married, met two months ago. They living together. I didn't know what it how you. You just met 60 days and y'all in the house. So that type of information you need to be aware of. You need to know who you are marrying. You need to know, ask the questions that matter. What was it like? What? How did you feel about your mother growing up? Mm. How did you feel about your dad? Was he in your life? Did you, did you feel loved? Did your family show your love through affection or words? Did you see your parents or were you a latchkey kid growing up? Did, was it a single family? Was it a single parent or, or do you have two parent home? All those things, that's the essence. That's the question most I found when I go through these different premarital courses, information and whatnot. It, it's, we're dealing with stuff not knowing the the essence and the genesis of it. That's the problem. If we can know it, it mitigates a great deal. Because now at least I'm aware of my issues. So I can communicate that first to myself. Like, okay, you're going to have it. You're going to feel this type of way. It don't, doesn't mean it's true. You just feel that way. And then I process it. Uh, and then my partner, knowing their 
experience. Because again, I'm marrying the person's past traumatic experiences. I'm not marrying the good stuff. I'm not marrying a fine body. I'm not marrying a bank account. I'm not marrying the nice version of my partner. I'm marrying the dang on it worst part of this person because that's what I'm going to re- remember the most. Mm-hmm. It's going to resonate mostly. I'm just tired every time I come here. I'm just, everything else is fine. And human nature says what? We're going to accent and we're going to we're going to uh, shine a light on what's negative. So that's what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. And so that that has a huge impact on the overall experience. So, yeah, you want to have that type of knowledge. So when you're looking for a marriage counselor or a premarital counselor, understand that's what if those questions are not there. As far as if you're not going back. You, you, you don't know what you're getting into. And I and I hear that all the time. Well, I didn't know my spouse did that. And I, and then sometimes you're talking, they realize they had the same childhood, mm-hmm. like the same. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I, so that's what no one. We never talked about this, but you've been together 12 years. So, yes. So for so for people out there uh, listening who are watching, who may not be uh, local to you, where they can pull up and sign up for your marital counseling or for people who have already gotten married, you know, they're kind of beyond the premarital counseling. I know you have this course that you've created. Please. I want you to share just a little bit about what are, what are some of the things that you cover in the course and what is your, like, what is your objective for people to actually walk away from the course knowing or learning or being able to do? Okay. So, so I got courses, I got programs, programs. So, when I work with people most right now, since COVID, everything is virtual. So I, I hadn't went back to, so I'm, I'm, I'm all, so now I'm everywhere. Gotcha. <laughs> you guys, I'm with you. Uh, so my programs have a course in it, but program is weekly sessions, 60 day, 90 days, 120 days. Every week we're talking uh, courses included in that because the challenge of premarital counseling or counseling period is if you're in the moment, and it's an emotional issue. You're not hearing nothing I just said. You, <laughs> you, you, you ain't hearing nothing I'm saying. So the course is a support. So when you're not in the session, you have that content. I also do a three-day monthly communication intensive that's included in the program. So weekly sessions, course, and three-day live communication intensive. Where we talk about how to communicate. And I want everybody to walk away with the ability to be able to share what I'm sharing with them on the same level. Like when you're talking and you're hearing your spouse, you're thinking, okay, they're just, they're not processing their feelings. And you're not reactionary because you know, they're projecting their pain onto you Mm -hmm. because they haven't processed their own pain. So if I don't process my pain, then I'm going to project it. So when they hollering, then you can step back and say, okay, how are you feeling? Not what's wrong with you? How are you feeling? Different word, different expression, different experience. So now you can help your partner process. So I want people to walk away and and can talk, go talk to their friends and tell them the same thing I'm teaching them. They can teach it. So they have a understanding. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when you see your your baby crying, okay, they hungry or they wet. Or they done pooped on themselves. Like, what's going on? So you know this. 
That's how we have to have a relationship. We lose the emotional effort in close emotional relationships. We got systems and structures and everything, but our relationship and how we talk. So do you recommend the couples take the, the course together? Yes. And they can, cause I give you access to it. Um, once you get in, you get access to it for a year. And sometimes I add more things to it. You get more lessons like anger, how to deal with anger. But the courses deal with the basically what we talk about in the sessions, but it's in a slower pace. So you're getting the knowledge video, but you're doing the exercises that go along with it. So ideally it's, to, it, it's together. But if you can't do it together in terms of watching the content, the exercises you can do together because every lesson has exercises gotcha. that you can go through. So schoolofmarriageandrelationship.com is where you can log on to learn more. Um, you don't have to be local. You, anywhere that you got Wi-Fi and good internet, you <laughs> there can you tap go. in and get this good word. Um, yeah. I definitely have enjoyed this conversation. I really, really feel like um, these are the conversations that we have to start having because we want to have like the fluffy, you know, conversations and the feel good stuff. But yeah. becoming <laughs> yeah. a wife especially when you add kids into the mix, it's a challenge. I'm not going to say it's a struggle, but it's a challenge. It's a challenge like no other um, personally yeah. as a couple, you know, and, and it's not one that we often have ways to prepare for. So as much right. as we can do to be proactive, I think that is what we truly have to be committed to do so that we can really start rebuilding the black family, which is the yes. foundation of everything else. We talk right. about black business, black wealth, all of the things. But if the black family is a mess, we'll talk. We, can't, we can't figure anything else out. So right. I truly enjoy this conversation. I know that my people are going to want to stay connected to you. I am scrolling your Instagram down below. For those of y'all who are listening, you can follow at Jimmy.Stevens, J-I-M-M-I-E dot Stevens. I will make sure that we add the link to his course inside of the show notes so that you can check it out. And listen, if the course is not for you, share it with a friend. Okay. Yeah. Tell a friend to tell a friend, get in where you fit in. Yeah. Your goal is to have a healthy, happy, committed marriage for a lifetime, which is what we yeah. are, you know, what we are signing up for. <laughs> yeah. You have to be willing to put in the time and do the work. So any final words, Jimmy, for the people? Uh, just, I, I would say, focus on your communication. If your communication is bad and you're struggling with it, it doesn't get better. You lack information because communication is a learned skill. This is not because I love you. You got to know and learn how to communicate. So this is not automatic. You have to learn it. So I would say make sure that you are learning communication skills so that you can build a better experience for your partner or your spouse. Yeah. And and, and that will I, I imagine that that will trickle down in other areas of your life, too. Oh, foundational every, skill. Kids. Every, I, I mean, my children now are grown college students. So I'm we're in the empty nest. Uh, but when my kids come home every week and they text in every day. That's a testament to intentional uh, emotional environment so mm -hmm. in that same experiences we talk about spouse same with the kids and and my, i always say like my goal with my with my kids is to not be the reason that they go to therapy you know like you might come across <laughs> some issues but i don't want <laughs> to be the topic of conversation you know i don't want to be at the root of these childhood trials. yeah 
Right. And and you can do better. Yeah, right. So listen, do it, that, for do it for the babies. Yes. Thank y'all right. for tuning in to another game-changing, life-changing episode of the Girls Stop Playing podcast. I will see you on the next episode. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.